Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's a high man working in front of the net. He'll walk up! on your team. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. The Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chan. Stoffer joining you from Los Angeles, California. This is Oilers Now, presented as always by World of Spas. The Edmonton Oilers winning their third straight game last night. Um, 4 nothing first period lead on road to a 5 nothing victory over, frankly, a team in a full-blown rebuild that might be in one for a while, the San Jose Sharks. A significant step up in weight class coming up tomorrow night in a rematch of the last two playoff series played over the last couple of years between these two teams, the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings, who are off to a great start to the season under former Oilers head coach Todd McClellan and former Oilers napminder Cam Talbot, who's 14-7-2 with a 2.11 goals against average and a 9.24 save percentage. The Oilers, meanwhile, have now won 11 of their last 14 games with Chris Knobloch, who's up to 13-6 and six, as uh, head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Lots to get to, including a recap of last night's 5-0 victory over San Jose. Brendan Escott will jump aboard in the first half hour with his thoughts on last night's game. We'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Regular Friday contributor to the show, courtesy of the horses and horse racing alberta we will hook up with daily face-offs frank saravalli at 605 for Conlon motorsports our throwback friday feature will be with former edmonton Oilers forward and two-time stanley cup champion uh, with the la kings and current la kings broadcaster and in their development of their organization as well jared stoll and at 635 our farm report for wave bathrooms and uh 
That'll be Keith Gretzky. So lots to get to on today's show. You can reach us on the River Prairie Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Don't miss the New Year's Eve celebration. Brett Kissel at the New Year's Eve celebration. That's going to take place Sunday night, December 31st. Get your tickets down at RiverCreeResort.com. River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We are on Twitter. At Oilers now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan2Es, Escott with two Ts. Our top story, the Oilers have won three straight. They've won 11 of their last 14, and they're going to play. Uh, and we could very well be in a position where by the end of the season, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that four of the top eight teams in the entire National Hockey League are in the Pacific Division. Because the Oilers, I believe, are coming. And we're going to get a heck of a matchup tomorrow night. Uh, today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. And that's the question I have for you early on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And uh, am I out to lunch here? Or can the Oilers make their way into the top ten in the standings? By the end of the season. And I know, you know, we, we kind of went down this path last year, but a week and a half to two weeks later, it was the second week of January, and the orders dropped to 21-18-3, and, and people said, Stoffer, you're an idiot, which I have heard over the years uh, with some really brutally honest texters because I doubled down on my prediction of 47 to 50 wins. And I just if you look at the schedule, um, it's my belief Edmonton's going to add at least one player internally and a couple externally to improve this team as the season goes on. I would not be surprised. It's not a question of if they make the playoffs. It's are they one of the top 10 teams in the league by the end of the year. Let's bring aboard Brendan Escott for his thoughts. Brendan, Oilers have won 11 of their 14 under uh, Chris Knobloch. We know they have a very... Uh, light schedule until now, until the NHL All-Star Game, which is going to take place in Toronto February 2nd and 3rd. Is it out of the realm of possibilities by the end of the season that the Oilers could be a top 8, top 10 team in the National Hockey League? Uh, it's going to be a stretch if you're asking me, honestly. Like The reason is they, we've seen even a three-game losing streak plummet them down the standings at this point. We've seen that happen already, and we know that in the final couple months of the season, they have to go back-to-back, I think it's like eight times. So They're going to be in tough if they don't add a goaltender, and I'm skeptical about what kind of goaltender they add and whether it's going to be enough to vault them into the top ten. That isn't to say they're not a playoff team in my mind. I agree with you there. Yeah, and and you know what? Absolutely fair comment. If you don't believe that they can do it, I'm just not going to bet against them doing it. I'm going to tell you that right now. I think we're headed down a path um, where maybe at some point in January we get a look-see at uh, Olivier Rodrigue. We are going to talk to Keith Gretzky on today's show, um, which does not preclude Edmonton from adding a goaltender. And I'm going to circle back to a guy like Peter Morazic, just because there's history there with Ken Holland. But the Oilers are going to have another move on top of that. Uh, and potentially, uh, I would think, maybe two more moves at forward, regardless of the impact. And I do think he will have a better chance to make an impact with Dylan Holloway. I could see the Oilers adding, on top of Holloway returning to the lineup, 
a top six forward and then a fourth line center between now and the deadline as well. And I just have a sneaking suspicion that this team is going to be, you know, they dug themselves such an incredible, I'll put it this way, since they started, they were 2-9-1, including the loss against the San Jose Sharks, to drop them to 2-9-1 since that game, the Edmonton Oilers have the second best winning percentage in the National Hockey League. So... They haven't played poorly, and that includes a game that Jay Woodcroft won as head coach as well. They went back into San Jose last night. Again, I'd like to get your thoughts early in the show. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Into the audio vault for direct workwear in these tight times. Budget-wise, direct workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection of low prices. Cam Moon on the call last night. The start of three games of four nights for the Edmonton Oilers here after the Christmas break. Hyman across the top of the circle. He'll drop it. McLeod down the left wing. Scores! Oh, Ryan McLeod fires it home off the left side, and it is 1-0 Edmonton. Well, he's hot, and Krona stopped the first couple, but the barrage continued as the Oilers had zone time for the entire first minute. To McDavid, into the Sharks' end on the left side, in front of the net, scores! Zach Hyman tipped it in on a beautiful setup from McDavid. It's 2-0 Edmonton. Hurdle will bring it in on the right wing. He'll get it to the middle. Zadina in front of the net on the save by Skinner off of Ferraro as he one-timered it right in the slot. Now to Matthias Eckholm. Over to Bouchard. His one-timer scores! Evan Bouchard with a heater from the point. Lots of traffic in front of the net. It's 3-0 Edmonton. Girls got it near the blue line. Went off of Bouchard, so it stays in. And Puck comes in front to Dreisaitl. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl from a couple of feet out. Gets it just by the pad of Corona. Make it 4-0 for Edmonton. Ryan McLeod goes in on the forecheck. And Kyle Burroughs was back defensively. And he lost balance on the play. But McLeod finished the puck, uh, the, the play. And then the Oilers gained the puck. Fogel on a quick turnover just through a little five-foot pass in front. And Dreisaitl's got a great set of mitts. And he rips one home. And it's 4 nothing Edmonton here late in this, the first period. We knew uh, coming out of break, we wanted to have a quick start. And, uh, you know, four goals in the first period is, uh, you know, as good as you can get. Nine minutes gone in the second. 4 nothing Oilers lead. CeCe on the right wing point. He'll shoot it. Scores! CeCe let it go. I think that went off of Hyman in front of the net through the pads of Kakinen. It's 5 nothing Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers have won three straight. All right, so Edmonton ultimately gets the victory over the San Jose Sharks. Again, the Oilers have won three straight 11 of their last 14 games. Here's Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch on the fast start against San Jose. I think the guys are very focused, um, ready to play. Um, you know, obviously the break is nice and everyone enjoyed it, but obviously they they know there's work to be done. And um, you know, San Jose's has been playing their best, but um, I think we um, weren't taking anything for uh, granted, and we came ready to play. And Oblock added these additional thoughts at Edmonton's overall game last night. I think we've got a lot of things to work on. Um, you know, we are getting better. And, you know, if we're not getting better each day, teams are going to be passing us. And um, if we're not in a position to do that, we need to be getting better because we have to. Um, we've got a lot of teams to pass if we're going to make playoffs. And um, so I like where we're going, but uh, there's still a lot of work to do.
Oilers now with the second best uh, points percentage in the league over the last 20 games. Stuart Skinner, meanwhile, do you ever think about maintaining a shutout? He picked up his fourth career shutout last night, his second against the Sharks. It's probably on your mind the last five minutes of the game, uh, and even then you try to get it out of your head as quickly as possible. Um, but yeah, you're, you're always kind of thinking about how the game's going and kind of where things are at. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's my job to, to stop the puck, and that's my main focus. Spirited tempo and pace out of today's practice in El Segundo, California, uh, which is approximately 35 to 40 minutes from downtown. I guess maybe 28 minutes on the way out there and about 40 minutes on the way back in. Matthias Eckholm, Oilers defenseman, uh, who's up to plus seven on the season, had this to say on the Oilers 5v5 improvement. I think we were bearing down on chances a little bit more. I think we're getting more looks, um, sustained pressure. So, But at the end of the day, it's about scoring goals, and that's what we've been doing. I feel like we've had chances all year, but right now we're bearing down on them, and, and that's been obviously paying dividends for, for the last couple of games here. So we're looking to continue that. Chris Knobloch is 13-6 and six as head coach of the Oilers. The Oilers uh, lead the league in uh, goals scored per game under Knobloch. I think most of us, in fairness to the work that Jay Woodcroft did, a 643 winning percentage, uh, Oilers got off to a 3-9-1 start under Woodcroft. I think we felt the offense was going to come. Penalty killing? Some of the transition game, I'm not sure that was necessarily uh, viewed as being inevitable. I think the uh, the offense, and I, I think the majority of the people listening to the show would concede. Yeah, the, you know they they were unlucky and they were they weren't uh, firing on all cylinders. And Connor McDavid wasn't at a hundred percent. Now a change was made with the defense coach as well. And Paul Coffey is basically. It appears bred some confidence in his players by allowing them to make mistakes, but he wants guys making plays. Here's Matthias Eckholm on his uh, defense coach. I think he's been great. I think he he uh, he obviously wants us to play good defense, but he also wants us to get up ice and make plays. And when you do so, you have the puck and, and you keep it within your team. You don't just punt it away. So I think we have had more puck on our sticks and trying to find guys instead of just um, getting rid of it. And I think he's been a big contributor to that. And Vincent D'Arnay, meanwhile, Oilers defenseman, a guy whose puck spills have improved, and he can skate for a big man, does a good job in the PK. D'Arnay had this to say on the Oilers three-game winning streak. I think we just we just stuck with it. I think you know we we uh, after an eight game winning streak, uh, we kind of lost our touch for a few games, but uh, we kind of we, we we stay with it. We got two uh, two big wins in uh, in New York, and uh, you know San Jose last night was a great win too. We just got we just got to keep building, and LA is going to be a, real, a really good matchup tomorrow. We we, we got to be ready. We know with uh, playoffs last year, you know they're they're a very good team. They're they're well coached, well well structured. So uh, we we, we got to make sure to play a full, uh, full 60 uh, tomorrow for sure. All right, Nick has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and Nick says, uh, hey, Bob, conjecture about the regular season seems not productive at this moment. I would say a better question uh, is, uh, can we become a cup contender by the end of the year and going into the playoffs? Anything less than that, yeah, I would say reluctantly, is a waste of another season. Well, Nick, I'm saying, like, generally speaking, if you're a top eight team, you're, you're a legit cup contender. And I think the orders can, like saying they're going to get into the top five or six, but I think they might be able to get into that next grouping where you can strike from. You know, and it's it just shows you get, get off to a tough start. They got off to a tough start, 3-9-1, away they go. Um, 
This one from Anthony in Medicine Hat says, Bob, asking if the Oilers will be a top 10 in the standings a day after they were 27 seems like fantasy. Can they make the playoffs? Seems more realistic of a question. See, Anthony, and that's a fair point that you bring up. The one thing, need, a couple things need to be factored. The Oilers have played fewer games than other teams, which is part of the reason why they appear to be 27th in the standings. And they've also played the tougher teams so far. They actually have an easier schedule. But that is a fair comment, and I ask for your thoughts, and I think that's a good text and a good counterpoint uh, on it as well. It is 521 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Bob Stopper joining you from Los Angeles, California. And when we come back on Oilers Now, Brendan Escott will have NHL today. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 525 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you live in Los Angeles. The Oilers and the Kings tomorrow night, 8 o'clock puck drop. And then the Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks, 6 o'clock puck drop on Sunday as we close out the 2023 portion of the 23-24 season. Since Chris Knobloch has become head coach, the Oilers record is 13-6. and six. Edmonton has the uh, fourth best points percentage in the league. It's 684. They currently lead the NHL with 4.05 goals for per game. Uh, defensively, the team is 12th in the league at 2.89 goals against per game under Knobloch. Power play is 6 at 27.6. It's on an 0 for 11 run. And that's going to be a big part of tomorrow's game. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, the penalty killing is 6th at 85.5. It was 31st when Knobloch took it over. So that's a big step forward for Edmonton on the PK. Uh, shots for uh, Edmonton's third right there up there with Florida in L.A. Shots against under Knobloch. The Oilers are fourth. Face-off percentage, Edmonton is seventh. Those are very positive numbers if they sustain themselves. There's no question about it. And um, save percentage is starting to come up as well. Not significantly, but it's on its way up as well. Well, I promise you we're going to hear again from Brendan Escott. We're going to get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Brendan Escott with a full slate of games tonight in the National Hockey League. Nine of them. Nine of them in all. Am I uh, on? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Panthers Rangers are underway. That's scoreless. The Blue Jackets hosting Toronto down a goal halfway through the first there. Detroit is up on Nashville in the first. Senators and New Jersey are scoreless. They are underway. And uh, where are we at? That's it for Canadian teams. So we'll tell you that uh, the Blue Jackets have lost Zach Wierenski week to week now with an ankle injury. He's a great defenseman when healthy, but it's kind of tough to keep him in that state lately. Uh, Bakersfield does host San Jose tonight, front half of a home-and-home series that will close out their calendar year. Oil Kings should have uh, Panthers second-rounder Grayson Sochin in the lineup for tonight's road game against the Vancouver Giants. Team Canada blanked by Sweden to rip at the uh, World Junior Championship this morning. So Canada falls to 2-1 and one there. They will play Germany. 11.30 on Sunday morning, a New Year's Eve. Not quite the New Year's Eve matchup that we uh, grew accustomed to seeing, whether it was Canada, Russia, Canada, U.S., uh, but Canada, Germany this year, Bob. 
Yeah, absolutely. The greaser has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at a Rocky Mountain house. And the greaser says, hey, Bob, I think that teams that have to battle our way into the playoffs are... Uh, battle ready and have a better chance and this makes for an exciting finish. Well, Edmonton, when you dig yourself in a 2 9 and one hole through the first 12 games, you're going to have to battle in the final 70. And uh, so far through the first 20 of those games with a record of 14 and uh, yeah, 14 and 6, 13 and 6 under Knobloch, it's been a decent start. Frank Cervalli coming up for the horses after a global news weather traffic update. It's 528 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now.